Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Commented Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Nia. And I'm Decoria. And the gang, squad, squad, gang, gang, is back together, you guys. I know for a while you thought it was only me and Nia who left on the podcast. <laughs> but no, that's not true. That's called being productive. We filmed a couple of episodes while we were together, and, you know, it's vacation season, you know, before they shut the shit back down. Um, but yeah, um, if you're listening to this podcast episode, we want to say thank you and that we really appreciate your patronage. Um, make sure you listen um, all the way through. Follow, subscribe, leave us a five-star review because today we're doing one of our favorite series. Well, an installment from one of our favorite franchises. We're finally going to talk about Kingdom Ashen of the North. 2021 Netflix special I ah, I was so excited for this what about you guys um I think I don't know if I was excited I was interested mm-hmm. though I mm-hmm. just wanted to see I was surprised when it was not a continuation of the like of what we where we had left off and instead gave a backstory mm-hmm. yeah so I was just more interested right yeah right. that was pretty much the same for me it was just like okay like where's the next season though (laughs) (laughs) right so kingdom ashen of the north is a side a a sequel that's a side sequel um from kingdom season two and a backstory about the mysterious character lee tongs group encountered on their journey north to discover the origins of the infected ashen will unveil the mystery behind her identity the new story will detail what had happened to ashen in the past in the north region and how the two characters fates are intertwined this is starring jun si hyun um park byung un and a slew of other fantastic cast members um I went into this sh- with like pretty decent expectations because from what I see, it's the same production director, I think, and screenwriter for the original series. So, you know, quality was expected, right? So let's just get, let's just hop into this movie. It starts off a little interesting for me. <laughs> We're in the forest. A deer who is... Well, first we hear the shrieks of a deer or a monster <laughs> or something of the sort. <laughs> and you see that this deer has been infected by the purple flower, a.k.a. the bugs of the purple flower. Um, and it's screaming and it's going towards a tiger. And then the tiger attacks the deer and said tiger too gets infected. Now, Here's the thing that got me while we're already starting out. I there were no zombie animals in the first two seasons. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. None. <laughs> I was I was under the impression that the animals could have become zombified. <laughs> so was I. <laughs> <laughs> and so when the teaser pictures came out and the te- the teaser pictures there's actually a picture of the tiger with like zombified tiger and I was like the fuck (laughs) that's not good because like imagine if like ravens or um what do you call them condors like scavenger birds started to feed off of zombie bodies if (laughs) if animals could turn into zombies the human race literally could not survive it's not possible it's it would be over it would be 
over. And some people might think of this as like a plot, a hole in the lure, but I guess because it was transferred from animal to animal, it made sense. Because this wasn't the start of the apocalypse. This was just like the start of, oh, so the flower is here mm-hmm. at this like deserted shrine yeah. in a forest, which means that there were other people who knew about this. Sh- See, now I'm curious to talk about them. Because like, what do you mean that there were people who realized that this plant could kill other people mm-hmm. and they like left instructions and shit <laughs> on a wall? I was like, well, that's not dangerous at all. Okay, so y'all have to help me remember the beginning part of the movie because I think okay. I was braiding my hair. But so we see the tiger, we see the deer, and then I think it jumps to the butcher, the village, right? Where um, we see the... What do you call it? Not survivors. That's not the word I'm looking for. People from another country. Uh, foreigners? Uh, refugees. Uh, refugees. There we go. Damn it. <laughs> yes. So they're refugees from the, I want to say it's the Jurin. I don't, I think it's He kept saying Jurchen. Jurchen, yes. So the Jurchen people, which um, in the history of uh, Korea, it's have always, I think it's supposed to be like answers to the Mongolia or things, something like that. Um, but they've always had border wars with South Korea because South Korea and China border each other, right? So the Jurchen, they're Jurchen refugees who have settled down in Joseon and they're butchers. Tell me why I was ready. I hated this suit. I was ready to fight this rich, the rich noble lady because she was getting her meat butchered and then she was just like, they're disgusting people. They're, you know, they're, they're, she was like, they're lowly disgusting. I was like, without them, you wouldn't have the food you finna eat Mm -hmm. now, so I understand where the disgust (laughs) comes from. But this is typical in, like, ancient, I guess, Confucian societies that people who deal with, like, killing and, you know, maiming animals like that are seen as lowly people. Um, So, he the father the chief of this um refugee village butchers the animal he you know the the servant who is taking the meat back for the noble lady almost falls he helps him she's like oh my god remove your dirty filthy hands and i was like karen i hope the zombies get you whoever you (laughs) i hope the zombies get you but then she throws him a piece of meat and we see that they're eating right and so then then it goes back to the commander right are we like we get to see the jurchen people we get to meet ashen i think and she's talking to her dad about like um i think they're talking about like she's asking him how long are you gonna let these people walk all over you and things like that mm-hmm. and dad's like well we have to do what we have to do to survive because they were you know they were the people the ancestors of this refugee camp were poor and starving and um struggling to survive until Jolson took them in. And so then I think we hop to the commander and the commander says that they found bodies in the forest, right? Mm-hmm. The bodies of a bunch of Jurchen special agents that like come over the borders to, you know, assassinate people and get secrets and shit. And so he's concerned. This commander who was played by um, Park Byung-un, who is also in season two, is concerned because if these special warriors find out that their brothers were killed in Joseon territory, they're going to want to start a war over battle because, you know, their brothers died. And so they're thinking like, oh, maybe. Um, so at first when they start to investigate, he's thinking, oh, maybe it was like a tiger did it. 
or like some they got into some kind of accident there was a lot of bodies <laughs> for that to be one tiger and people were like um these are special trained warriors like these people are trained from birth in martial arts it's like tending them it's there's no way that the 10 of them all died by one tiger now of course the audience is thinking well there was a zombie tiger but there's also arrows in the bodies yeah i was watching it like um where are the the ripped limbs (laughs) where is the intestines out of the body i'm not seeing a tiger attacking these people right 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 the crime junkie in me was like um the post-mortem autopsy is not giving <laughs> tiger. <laughs> it's not giving tiger. And so he goes to a Gising house, a Gising house. He goes to the Gising house and he confronts, um, I guess, the man who was over him. He's like the, well, he's not a, yeah, he's like the, I guess, the general of the area or whatever. And he's like, basically tells him, I know you fucking killed those people. He's like, cause he's like, oh, you went hunting a few days ago. And so he went hunting for actual humans or whatever, because, you know, that shit happened. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was like, just casually having a conversation. He was like, but the thing, the the thing that got me, it's like they've had this conversation before. So you're telling me homeboy just has a hobby of hunting humans? Like, (laughs) um, but, you know, he's like, he seems like a noble brat who's been put in like this general position. Because, oh, he's a, he's from the Joe clan. I think that's what it was. He's from yeah. the Joe clan and the Jiren people, the the Jurchen warriors were picking ginseng on, of the Joe clan. And he was like, they were doing this of the Joe clan. So, da, 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 da. It's our ginseng. He's like, no, it's this, it's the king's ginseng, bitch. And I was like, okay, well, he's on the right side of the law. Okay. Okay. Um, officer men, let's do this. And so he was like, I'm going to do what I can. So we don't get another world war happening. So you need to chill the fuck out. So he goes to, um, then Officer Men goes to the refugee camp and he tells the chief father, the chief father offers them taxes, you know, tithes or whatever. And he asks, when will we be getting, finally getting an official um, position, you know, as a village, like villages in the past, I guess in Joseon, were all giving like official like things. You have to pay these certain taxes. You're like this part, this like village is supposed to like produce leather and this village is supposed to produce like wheat and grains and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you have to be officially granted that title to become like part of the Joseon kingdom. And this refugee camp has not received that title yet. So he gives her ties. He's like, I need you to, to cross the river, which is the Yalu River. I think it's the, the river between China and South Korea. He's like, I need you to go back and spread word that these Jiren warriors were killed by a tiger. So he's, you know, doing stuff for um, Joseon and things like that. And so he received the chief receives the um, order. He's preparing to leave his daughter, him and Ashin. He's Ashin's father. And Ashin's just like, dad, be careful. He's like, you take care of the village. I'll be back. Yada, yada, yada. So dad goes, crosses the river, gets to the Jiren people. I feel like there was a scene before this, but I don't remember what it was. Um, <clears throat> I don't think it's that important though. Because he crosses the river, he goes to the dream people, and he starts, like, you know, telling all these, you know, like, he's kind of, like, telling a story like a folktale person would mm-hmm. about, like, the how strong the dream people are and how there's just, like, these big, scary tigers and Joseon and things like that. And then the leader of the special force warriors says, if you're lying, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> and we're like, oh, shit, shit's about to go down. 
So then we hop to another scene where the Jiren special force warriors are coming into the border of, no, 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 wrong. Before that scene, this is the scene I was thinking about. So because they've been telling people that it was a tiger that killed the people in the mountains, now the officers have to go find the tiger, right? (laughs) So they go into the woods doing regular tiger hunting because tiger hunting was a thing i think there's still tiger hunters nowadays or well not nowadays because tigers aren't endangered but like it's a it was a prominent culture in ancient um, south korea so they you know ringing these bells going to the tigers and the officers who were like the people who ring the bells and the officers like on different sides of the mountain and one of the officers says um the tiger is not going towards us which it should be because we're ringing the bells to move the tiger towards the officers to kill it it's going towards the people that are ringing the bells and they're like oh shit and so (laughs) all of a sudden you hear growling um you hear um growling and all these other noises and out pops mr zombie tiger um kudos to the cgi team because it really did look like a tiger for the most part like it really didn't feel like cgi because they were like avoiding showing its face and just mm-hmm. showing the animal moving for most of it, which was really good. So this tiger um, starts chasing these hunters down. He ripping people open. It's crazy. That, I guess that's part of the zombie virus because this it was really giving me um, Titans, like Attack on Titans. <laughs> like he was just attacking to attack them and not to like eat them or anything. Like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay. And so, um, but yeah, they attacked. It attacked a couple of the humans. The officers go after it. They're like, oh, what the fuck? And they chase the tiger into um, kind of like a borderland between or like a valley or like a a field between some of the mountains and so what you see while the people were hunting you figure out that there's jurchen warriors that were amongst the tiger hunters because they also wanted to find this tiger that killed their people that's how far they're gonna go to get revenge for their brothers that was lost and so they after the tiger attacks the jurchen people you know come out of disguise and now it's the jurchen people against the joseph officers they're fighting um they're about to fight and the tiger is still among them so (laughs) the tiger takes out two of the jurchen warriors it's about to kill the third one officer men saves him um and they end up killing the tiger thank god by throwing a spear through his neck that was a great throw are we we not gonna address how much force is needed oh yeah (laughs) man's this animal's skull (laughs) When I, I said, damn, okay. <laughs> yeah, because like Kingdom, if y'all don't watch Kingdom series, um, the blood and gore is there. They that man was trying that man they were driving swords through the tiger, they were mm-hmm. killing they were doing a lot of shit to try to get this tiger to die. And it took like a spear through like his spinal cord to finally get the thing to go down. Um but they finally get the tiger to go down. The Jurcha people open the tiger's guts and like, what the fuck? The tiger is dead because all of its guts are rotted. He's like, and if our people got eaten by a tiger, why aren't their limbs in this fucking tiger's stomach? And I was like, well, look at us <laughs> putting A, B, and C together because I would not have thought of that. I would have yeah, been like, yeah. oh, tiger dead, job is done. He's and like, no. Nope. <laughs> I have to um, double, triple check to make sure that this tiger is the tiger that killed my brothers because if not, then I got to go find the other tiger. Like, that's what was happening and so as they leave um he's like i think he says you really want me to tell you what happened or something something other than that and scene cuts and then we go to the refugee village the chief is not there it's at night 
Um, and you hear the horses of the Jurchen people coming. And so basically the Jurchen people come into this village and murder everybody. Nobody was left alive. Um, well, Ashen survived. But how did Ashen survive? Now that I try to think about it. I think it's because she wasn't there. Yeah. She had gone to look for the plant. Her mother, there we go. There was the detail I left out. Her mother was sick and dying. Or her aunt was sick and dying. Or somebody was sick and dying. And she had found, she had, she was the original person who found the temple where the flowers were with the instructions on it. And so she, um, she wanted to go get the flower to save her mother. And so while Ashen is out of the village, the church would come in, they kill everybody. I mean, blood, gore, death, babies, women, children, every, ain't nobody spared. When the church and leader looked at them two little boys, I was like, <laughs> my heart. Yeah, it was I also said, giving, oh, go ahead. I was like, that's ahead, a different type of evil. That to look at two children people. and just to slaughter them. Damn. Yeah. It was giving Game of Thrones because after they killed the two boys, they hung the bodies in front of the village. Um, yeah. Hung the bodies in front of the village. Asha returns to find her entire village slaughtered. Um, And I think she's still at the village when Officer Min comes and he's like, what happened? How did you, how did you survive? Well, no. Or no, not. she travels to see yes. to where they're at. Oh yeah, yeah. So okay, she's yeah. in the cold alone, like she and she. I think she buries them, right? Yeah, that's the kind of nuance that we get that she buried them. Um, she buried them. She goes to the Joseph officers, and she says to him, um, "What did you tell my father to do, or what did you ask my father to do, or something like that?" And she says, "I don't care how long it takes, but if you promise me revenge." I will do anything for you. And he says, fine. And he lets, he brings her. This is when we should have knew he ain't shit. (laughs) He brings her into the, the barracks where the soldier stays and they give her space in the pigsty to sleep in and says, you can sleep here. And so basically Ashen um, becomes a maid for the barracks she's cleaning soldiers dirty clothes she's cleaning out the pig's die when asked she crosses the river into jurchen territory to get um information about their camp and so while watching all of this we're hoping that revenge will come for her and so she's doing all this she trains in the forest i absolutely love the transition scene from her being young to old where she spins yeah that scene was really good with the boar yeah (laughs) where she's chasing a wild boar. <laughs> well, a wild boar tries to get her after she was hunting it and she kills it. But like she's practicing. And so we get, I think it's been like 10 years since or some ridiculous amount of time from her going from young Ashen to older Ashen. Mm-hmm. And we get to see that the same thing is basically happening. She's working in the pigsty. She's crossing the river to get information about the jurchen. She's um, cleaning clothes for the soldiers. She's being treated less than human. Um, and also, to top it off, one of the soldiers is sexually assaulting her. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Yeah. When I tell you, there were so many... After, like, I should have rewatched this before we did this, but, like, there were so many hints that shit was gonna go down, or, like, Officer Min wasn't shit. When he walked... when the Okay, so the first time the man tries to sexually assault her, um... 
he tries to sexually assault her and Ashin is like if you don't get she was ready to kill him anyway he's like do you think you'd get out of here for killing a soldier and so she moves a knife and I guess I didn't think anything happened that night but I'm guessing some shit happened that night and then I want to say I feel like I'm missing scenes in between I feel like there's minor scenes of like officer men um them getting word that Japan that the treaty or the peace talks with Japan were falling. Mm-hmm. So the soldiers are getting ready to move from the north to go be backups in, you know, in the south towards Seoul. And so there was that one time. And then the second time, um, Officer Min was finna ask, he was finna give Asha an order. He goes to her quarters. The dude that sexually assaulted her coming out, he says to him, if I catch you one more time, I you you know you're gonna in trouble and I said one more time one no, more time yeah. one more yeah. time that shows <laughs> that no accountability yeah. just empty words he was like if I catch you one more time and I was like oh okay you you ain't shit or I was like whatever it's the times it's the times it's the times whatever and so Ashin goes back across the river I think she brings back information this is she hasn't seen her yeah so she goes back she goes to the she i think she maps out the camp and Mm -hmm. like i think it's because like for years she's done that right like she's been training and like secretly doing these things back and forth um by herself Mm -hmm. right so she goes and she gets the camp information she brings it to the commander and she's watching him from outside her office she sees him put his notes in like this cupboard thing and we you know we just put that in the back of our minds or whatever and so then uh, she goes back across the river. I don't remember what she goes back across the river for. I think was there a scene where she asked him, you know, how long is it going to take for revenge? I feel like I made that up in my mind. Something like that. She had to yeah. basically infiltrate him more, a little bit more than she's ever done before. Rather than staying outside, she had to actually step in. Right, right. So she goes back. She goes back, and she she sees. Oh, because the troops are moving south. He's worried that the Jurchen are going to strike north because they're going to be, most of the soldiers are going to be gone. So he sends Ashen back to, you know, infiltrate and get more information. Or, and she goes there, she gets, she's searching out the camp. She gets in there successfully. Most of the warriors are gone. And she finds her father chained up, basically being imprisoned. When I told you my jaw dropped to the floor, I thought that man was dead. I thought he was gone. I was like, oh, shit. And I was like, well, that's a great catalyst. Because to think that she's been coming across this river for how many years? And her father was right there. That scene of him dragging his father out from wherever he was lying beneath whatever and trying to feed him food literally made me nauseous. Oh, it literally, yeah. I was yeah. I was so I was like oh oh this is awful to see your father's <laughs> like first of all yeah. his hands and his feet gone because they took it from him yeah. mm-hmm. and I was like yeah this this is hard to watch yeah um because the kingdom you know how sometimes you watch dramas and they want to give you like real you know this okay there's like two types of like historicals historicals that don't actually show you the dirt and grime and the mm-hmm. filth that people lived in before yeah. sewage. and then you have dramas like kingdom where it's like no everybody was covered in dirt and mud and weeks and months worth of filth and 
it was giving real filth. <laughs> it was like, this is, this is so, it felt so real. And so she crawls over to him. She sees it's her father and he asks her, kill me, please. Kill and that's, me, please, and the saddest part about that part was like, he didn't even say anything the first like the only thing he says to her the entire time was kill me which is really sad like yeah he's like, not like think i of, love you i missed you I'm i glad missed you alive. yeah like, no. he just yeah that tells you that they broke him big time yeah yeah that was oh god that was awful and so she you know she reminisces about her village things like that she kills him she ends it i think she stabbed him yeah in the gut mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. In the retrospect, is a very long way to die, but you know, I guess that was the least, <laughs> least painful for her. Um, and then she sets sets that shit on fire, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Bet, <laughs> that's a great way to go out." But you can tell the minute Ashen leaves that village, that nothing will ever be the same. Mm-hmm. And so we return back to the Josen barracks, where the soldiers, most of the soldiers, a majority of them, are leaving from the north to go to the south to help fight off the Japanese. That night, one of the the man that, her sexual assaulter, her assaulter, comes in. He looks for her. He pulls back the cover. She's not there. She sl- slices his throat. I was like, that was gorgeous. That was amazing. That was beautiful. It was so satisfying. And you see right next to where um, he li- he lands on the bed, um, dripping out blood, the purple flower. And I was like, oh, shit. And she's so, about to start it. <laughs> she's about to, it's about to go down. I was so giddy watching the sequence. When I tell you I was laughing, I was laughing because I truly did love it. So what happens is sexual assault is patient zero. He turns into a zombie. He goes to attack other people. It was hilarious watching him. <laughs> the first two soldiers he in contact with was like, oh, what the fuck? And they kept trying to kill him and he was just not dying. Mm-hmm. But slowly but surely, everybody in the barracks turns into zombies. And my favorite thing is, oh, okay, so everybody turns into zombies. And then one thing that killed me was that the, one of the dudes, like, it's so... I I think one of my favorite things about Kingdom is how they show the progress of people becoming zombies. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't all happen at once. And everybody's like, oh, fuck, it's a zombie apocalypse. Like, it's one area being like, oh, shit, there's a zombie. But people on the other side of the barracks have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And the scene that shows that so clearly is the guy who goes to go to bed. And he lies in bed <laughs> and fills his with blood. (laughs) And then he looks and all of his cohorts have been, like, bitten and eaten by zombies, but they haven't turned yet. And so then the guy at the end of the at the end of this this long row of beds turns and does one of the creepiest like back crawl walks. Yeah. <laughs> of course, this team of zombies or this team of actors who do the zombies are mwah, they are a class because that was unhumanly. <laughs> it was just like so weird. It was like Jesus Christ. It was giving kind of poltergeist, but the zombie apocalypse basically starts in this camp, and so. My favorite thing starts to happen is that Ashen is standing on the roof, picking Just off survivors. It. Picking off survivors, baby. She had a bow and arrow. She was like, you die, pop, you die, pop, you die, pop. And it's so... What I fucking love about this story is that if this was a different team, if this was a different team of writers, Ashen would still have some type of um, empathy Mm-hmm. or sympatheticness for people that were mm-hmm. kind of nice to her even yeah. though she was treated less than subhuman she said 
we don't discriminate here. All of you motherfuckers <laughs> is dying. All of you are dying. She said, I, not one of you are living. She said, not, tonight, everyone is dying. <laughs> I love the chaos of it all because, like, I feel like when we write stories about heroes, stories about people in general, we try to make, you know, them still have, like, a good moral code and they're still on the white side, you know? They're never really in the gray or in the black. And Ashen was like, fuck that. <laughs> all of you, yeah. my dad died. My people died. You motherfuckers. I was getting sexually assaulted. Y'all have been treating me less. She was like, uh, we're done. We're through. And so, and also wasn't what made her crack too. Sorry to interrupt, but like there was, she went in to look at for the scrolls and she read something about oh, like, yes. they oh were God, never going to yes. get revenge okay. in the first place. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. So the thing that made her crack, they really, you know, you know, of course her father dying, but she wanted to double check something. So she went into the records of the commander. Oh my God. I can't believe I forgot the scene because <laughs> I was hinting at it all the time while I was talking, but she goes into the records of the command of, of officer men. And she sees the day about him dealing with the Jurchen, And he's like, um, so the Jurchen were killed by a tiger or it was killed by the commander, like his upper higher thing. But we flash back to that scene of them standing over the tiger body, the Jurchen and the Joseon warriors. And he's like, mm, let me really tell you what happened. And he throws a totem from the refugee camp to the Jurchen's feet. He's like, I think this belongs to the refugees that are here, staying here in Joseon. So basically, Officer Min really ain't shit and blamed the entire special forces officers from Jurchen dying on Ashin and her village. And that's what caused the the special forces officers to cross over into Joseon and kill her entire family. And she was like, oh, okay. So y'all were never going to, they were using her this entire time for how many years? I wish there was a specific, they would have gave us how many years it's been. Mm-hmm. But so that, that was the, that was the, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back. She was like, okay, I'm done. I was already like up to my neck done. Now we're, head over heels let's finish this my when i tell you i was giggling watching all of these soldiers die i was like all of y'all deserve death i don't care i don't care about none of (laughs) y'all like i feel like in season one and season two you were like damn all these people are dying and turning into zombies and we have characters we care about and right now i'm like i'm on team ashen i stand with ashen um i tweeted this out but i love the idea that a woman started the zombie apocalypse like how chaotic and right is that it feels right in my spirit um so she my favorite scene from the sequence of her kind of starting this little zombie apocalypse with the barracks is the guy on the roof being like ashen help me up and he's smiling at her as she pops an arrow in his hand and then all of the zombies just start piling on top of each other to get to him. And you're like, for a moment, you're worried. Like, ooh, is this the point of the story where shit goes wrong for Ashin? Like, is she getting too cocky or, you know, something like that? Nope. She just lights a thing of fire and sets the sets the whole mountain of zombies on fire. I was like, badass bitch. That is my girl. I love it. We love to see it. And so she kills everybody in the barracks. And then she we see her pulling a bloody sack and a body and it's screaming up the mountains we don't know where she's going and we start to hear noises we kind of start to hear chains as she walks in to one of the buildings the remains of her village well well she's walking over the hill and she starts to hear voices of the people of her village being like ashen you're back you're back and she's like i'm not alone she goes i 
not lonely. I'm not scared. Like that's the voiceover of Jun Chi Hyun during this scene. As she walks into one of the biggest huts and her entire village is zombies. <laughs> I told you when I said my jaw hit the floor because I was not thinking that was going to happen. Yeah. I'm, I was not expecting that. I was like, huh, that explains why she wasn't as shocked when the people right. turned into zombies. Okay. Right. So mm-hmm. I was like, that means she was prepared for this. She had given y'all multiple chances to right your wrongs, to revenge her family, to revenge her father, to do the right thing, probably for years. And you bitches did nothing. She could have released the zombies from her family and just let them loose. Like, she had, like, a whole arsenal. Like, I... I, We'll get on the review of the movie in a second. But she straps her sexual assaulter, the assaulter, to a cart and pushes him. She says, um, she says to her family, she's talking to them, even though they're zombies. She says, I guess I haven't been treating you guys. Well, I've been treating you deer and bear and, you know, wild boar, but I think you need something a little better, a little fresher. And she just pushes the cart to him and the zombies eat him up. And I was like, that was great. That's how you use zombies. Like, zombies are usually like a very frightening terrifying thing but for her at that moment they're weapons and i was like that's powerful i love it um and so after that i'm guessing we're like at the next town over i don't know if we were in i don't think we were in we're definitely not in hanyang but we're like at the next town over and the soldiers are arriving and as the soldiers are walking in you see ashen walking through the back alleys and you could see um officer men on one of the horses and she's like i will not stop until i've killed everybody in Joseon and all of the jurchen this this for me was when i was like oh in in comparison to like the crown prince and all the other characters i was like oh this is her villain origin story yes (laughs) oh because at first when um in the other one, I thought she was just getting back at everybody because even though she turned killed all those people and then turned some into zombies, she did burn all of them down. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, she, she, she's just getting the people who affected her and that's it. But when she handed the, the what is it called? The, the doctor, doctor. I was like, oh, no, no, no. She's the bad guy. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That makes yeah. more sense. And that's, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, that's the doctor who ends up being the I royal doctor. I believe so, yeah. The one with the king. Mm-hmm. You have the one with the king. That's- so she basically hands him a plant that says, this plant brings people back to life. He's like, really? She's like, yes. Why would I lie to you? And I was just like, that is brilliant. Because why would she, because like, if, I feel like if this was, a, again, if this was a different production team, Ashton just would have taken an army of zombies and gone out to kill people, right? Which mm-hmm. would also really yeah. be her death because there's no way you can control that many zombies. But she's like, why would I do that when I could just have you you destroy your own people? <laughs> I was like, yeah. So, and then that's basically the end of the movie. And I was I was painfully, painfully underwhelmed by how short it was i was like damn it's too short yeah. it was too short i wish this wasn't a movie like this is one of the few yeah. times where i'm like give me a series give me yeah. 10 parts you could you could have <laughs> like, did like three four episodes we could have got young ashen for the first two because i was really curious i wanted to see when she first tried to turn them into zombies what happened 
Like, I, Jun Ji Hyun was so good at this role. Like, I'm not a really big fan of Jun Ji Hyun's roles that she takes because I feel like all her characters are just, you know, they're supposed to be like archaic, like dumb blondes. Like, they're ritzy and cute, but like mm-hmm. people find them charming. But she, sometimes she takes on like badass character roles and she does it so well. Like she did this so well, and I was like, I want, I wanted to see more. Like, how did she first feel when she turned her um, village into zombies? Like, what was the yeah, original? And also, plot? also, like, does this mean the Kingdom Cinematic Universe that she's going to meet the Crown Prince and they're going to be like they have battling to. it out? See, like, they I, I like that this this kind of bridging worlds. I want them to like. I also don't want them the sequel for them to ignore her and just continue with the crown prince because her her arc is really interesting because you're rooting for both of them <laughs> like you don't want really either to lose right right so i'm interested so what did what did you guys feel after you finished it like um Marin? um i really liked it i personally liked that it was a film instead of a tv show because i'm mm. not fan of backstories if if mm. a show like like if like I don't like it when specifically I'm talking about dramas when they start with the backstory before they get to the characters being older. Like I hate that shit. I hate it when it's like six episodes or something like that. So I personally prefer the fact that it was an hour thirty minutes. We got an introduction of her character and that was it. Like I thought it was perfect. But other than that, um definitely there were I was surprised at every moment in this movie and finding out that she's the villain, I was like, Oh yes, this this is going to make the next part even better. Mm. Okay. What about you, Corey? I thought it was really good. Um, I'm glad that they actually showed us her backstory so we can actually understand her character mm-hmm. for the next season. And I feel like if they would have tried to put this in the next season, it may have been like too much mm-hmm. content to cover. So yeah, it was pretty good. And like you said yeah. earlier, the CGI was actually pretty good too. Oh, I don't... I want to know the budget. Because, bitch... What was what was the budget? Because the CGI for the tiger, like you know how most fantasy dramas are, you know when they have animals or anything like that, you're like, okay, you're not actually fighting anything. Yeah. I felt like y'all was for to die from this tiger anytime. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Um, but yeah, I have to agree that I'm glad we they gave us enough time to get to know Ashin because like even if her story was kind of short compared to like the, you know, combined what 16 episodes for season one and season two, we loved her within like the first 30 minutes. We were like, mm-hmm. I'm on her side. Like, I don't care what happens. <laughs> She's, I'm rooting for her. And it definitely would have been way too much to put into um, an actual season. Like if season, when we finally get season three, Yeah, I love when we say when, cause we're like, like if no, we're getting season three, they have no choice. <laughs> But to give us season three at this point. It says um, so that on Asian Wiki that there is going to be a season four called Crown Prince. Kingdom Crown Prince. I don't think that's a season four, though. Oh, I think okay. that's a, it's another spinoff. Okay. Because on MDL, it's like another movie. It's like oh. one episode on Netflix. Mm. That makes more sense, considering it's yeah, not yeah. called season three. Right, right, right. So we probably won't get season three for like another year or so. Because I'm pretty sure everybody's like, let us do some other stuff before we get back into the zombie stuff. <laughs> let us do some other things. But I truly enjoyed it. I love the fact that our villain is a woman. Like, that makes me so happy. Like, she had every... And it's so crazy because, like, she had every right mm-hmm. to, like, start a zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not mad at her for doing it. <laughs> like, Do y'all think of her as a villain? Eh, she is. I mean, in the grand other, scheme. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the Especially grand scheme, 
yeah it was like we're comparing her against the characters in season one and season two like she's definitely our villain because she started this like we were watching the aftermath of the apocalypse in season one and season two like her her work actually working because the king was a zombie like she the fact that her play worked and it got up to a king like that's insane she was the the mastermind behind so many political trife yeah that was happening but like um yeah but she she's the villain on the the scale because there's no really rhyme or reason she doesn't have any empathy for the people of joseph because why the fuck would she um so when you're looking at the story from the season one and season two point of view she's a villain watching this movie though i'm on her side i don't care who wins at this point <laughs> i was just <laughs> i know they're probably gonna she's probably gonna end up dying mm-hmm. you think so yeah, they're yeah. Gonna kill her. i mean uh, yeah. I mean, did y'all forget how many zombies were in season one of season two? <laughs> I mean, the crown prince might die too, honestly. But I think both of them were probably going to yeah. end up dying. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like they may give us a Kingdom writers are smart, so I feel like they may give us a totally different outcome than we ever think. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to say I think either of them will die. I feel like they might. I don't know something like a third option. I don't know. I mean, the third option would be he's like they find out about her backstory somehow. And they're like, they're the empathetic and sympathetic ones. And they're like, well, if you agree to stop, you know, spreading this flower, we'll let you live. But you can't live in Josin. Then like, but where would she go? To Jurchen? To kill all of them? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, like I don't know. I don't know. Um, But yeah, but there's so many, like, things that could happen. Because we still have to remember that the crown prince decided to give up his crown, right? Mm-hmm. But then the new crown prince has the zombie virus living within him yeah so what does that mean is he gonna turn into a zombie king are we like getting some new lore that we never ever thought about um but watching this made me want to rewatch season two at the very least because i was like damn i missed this type of fast-paced coherent story writing um wait and I, just... I don't i don't think nia said what she thought about the oh, show did you nia Oh, I, I don't think I did. Um, but no, I was just echoing what y'all said. I really liked it. Like it was fast paced. It was action packed. Um, I love the way they made us like the villain. If mm-hmm. she is the villain for that, the, for the grander story. Um, I liked the character development. I agree that this is probably Junji Hun's best role. Um, I think that she does good in these types of roles. So mm-hmm. I was, I enjoyed this. I wanted more. So please yeah. give us more kingdom writers <laughs> give us give us more i'm interested to see what the the crown prince spinoff is going to be because mm-hmm. right now it just says the story of the crown prince lee chang's past and present days he was born to the king and a royal concubine even though his mother wasn't the queen lee chang became the crown prince through the years he grows as a person the crown prince but he also fights against zombies like why is that an <laughs> afterthought <laughs> i guess they're gonna like, give us a backstory so that way when they make the what possibly is a last season of the show we will be sympathetic to both characters so but we're already sympathetic to the crown prince i guess more i have no clue because we got little snippets but Hmm, i wonder what this is going to entail that's interesting um on another note the writer for this is actually producing a drama that's actually starring um 
Jun Ji Hyun who plays Ashin and Ju Ji Hyun, <laughs> Ju Ji Hoon who plays the Crown Prince. Okay. Like as a couple. Yeah, I it's oh. no, I don't know if it's a couple. It's called Cliffhanger. It's set in Mount Jiri. The story of Cliffhanger is centered around a group of rangers and other employees of Jirisan National Park on a mission to rescue lost trekkers and survivors. There's a, myst- a mystery surrounding the unexplored regions of Mount Jiri, and it's in many visitors left to rescue crew to unravel. The tags are forest rangers, secret rescue, action thriller, mystery. I okay. guess it's not a couple thing. It's 16 episodes. It'll be on TVN on October 23rd. Okay, that sounds good. Right. Interesting, at least. Yeah, we're taking a break from the zombies for a minute. (laughs) The director... Oh, this is for the director for Sweet Home, Mr. Sunshine, Goblin, and Descendants of the Sun. Damn. Every single one of those shows was shot beautifully. Every single one of those. It's about... (laughs) This show's about to be pretty pretty it's supposed <laughs> to be real pretty i was about to say it's supposed to be very pretty the cast is also looks amazeballs so i'm glad but yeah this wasn't this was i think in my opinion this movie is like a a special episode movie whatever it is i give it like a an 8.5 i give it like an 8 yeah i would give it the same rating mm-hmm. like 8.5 i thought it was really mm-hmm. good it was really good mm-hmm. and i would give it an 8 too or yes. an eight point five, either one. Yes, I think Kingdom is um one of the series where um I don't think I'll ever get tired if we continue to just keep expanding. I think I get tired around season four or season five, but like season up to season three up to now, I'm not tired yet. So yeah, we'll see where this goes. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure you wait, follow wait, us. Wait, on wait, top. wait, oh. Before we end, um, me, Nia, and Corey want to say happy birthday, Tori. Oh, yeah. happy, birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Tori. By the time this Thank comes you. out, it will not be her birthday anymore. It will but, not. Oh, yeah, it will not. But today it we is. We will be on vacation, though. We're recording on my birthday. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. For my birthday present, go give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Wherever you listen, we really appreciate it. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Because um, we did. But until next time, I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Nia. And I'm Decoria. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.